0: Please, that chair's not going to be comfortable. Please, sir. Please. Also, in this
1: second episode, uh, camera bot. You'll Reflector. Notice. <laughs> you'll notice. Cameratron. <laughs>
2: Hello ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Autopod Decepticast. This is your bi-weekly podcast that delivers an episode-to-episode breakdown of the G1 Transformers cartoon. This is episode 106 and we're covering episode 2. That would be More Than Meets the Eye, part two, and I'm your host, Aaron. As I alluded to, this is recording uh, two of two today. We're ganging a couple up here, and so that means I'm probably kind of drunk right now. Mm -hmm. And in fact, by the end of this episode, you'll hear a great deal of slurring and probably some uh, nonsensical non-sequiturs. Probably the sound of people leaving. And Why why are you front-loading this? (laughs) One of my co-hosts, who will remain anonymous, will no doubt take umbrage to me, asking him to make some uh, superfluous scrubbing to my sloshy sentences, my doused declarations, my juiced-up ejaculations, and uh, enjoying, and joining me in this bacteria-infused dive bar of a podcast are two guys that I'd be happy to go to, well, a real-life dive bar with. It's, we it's, have. It's, it's you. Oh, hi, I'm Ryan. I'm Caleb. And joining us, uh, special guest contest winner... <laughs> Again, I don't know how you won this contest twice, in a row, but you guys might recall during our Transformers the Movie Day, specifically around the Prime Megatron Fight Day, Episode 24 and 25 update. Wow. <laughs> contest winner, uh, Cuban B from Wyoming. Welcome back and congratulations. Hey, thanks. I uh, submitted Ta-da.
1: I submitted two entries. That's how I won this time. Okay. Yeah.
2: All right. If you'd right. if you played in our G.I. Joe contest, that would have been two-thirds of the entries. <laughs> well, yeah.
1: I, I was just going to say, the... Uh, I didn't catch on to that till a later episode, and I actually thought it was really awesome, and I wanted to do one, and I was kind of remiss that I didn't get to participate in it. Most people were really excited to do it
0: up front until they realized how hard it was to actually. The software it. is not great, yeah. But
2: whatever.
1: It's kind of like when like Bob Budiansky had to create twenty three <laughs> characters. Did you watch The Toys That Made Us for preparation yeah, for most, this? It's a fourth wall, right? <laughs> Uh, I was just going to say that no podcast, though, would ever dare to ask someone to come up with a fake bio or fictitious character contest, but I suppose <laughs> if you were a Transformer, you know, what vehicle would you be? So something to think about throughout the episode. <laughs> no, you no. want
2: to come, come back, you're challenging us. That's
1: right. Well, I mean, as a guest, it's my duty as an entertainment uh, uh, recipient to to challenge you to provide us listeners with is, the best quality
2: product possible. Here's what, basically, Reverse are, QC. are you our manager? I didn't have, don't remember. I feel really like he's hijacking and it and is just using this to for us to do things that he's getting off to sexually. <laughs> he gets to ask us these questions. Well, I can answer right away it's a van. <laughs> yeah, a spot for your briefcase. With a mat- no, a mattress would eject out of it. Like, than- <laughs> um, that mattress is not currently in the back of the van. It's in the garage because <laughs> oh, no. West and I went to pick up an elliptical, so no, I had either. to remove it. And yeah. it was
0: wedged in there, man. <laughs> Let me tell you, your garage is filthy nasty, and are you going to ah. play- are you going to put the mattress back in the van? It's on its
2: side. It's not laying on the ground. After I mean, a couple of raccoons I'll probably ta- birth on it. I'll, <laughs> I'll probably take it to the land. No, to the, not. That to mattress is
0: going to be sitting in that garage for the next few years. You don't know me. I do. You don't know well. my address. Yeah.
2: I do. What is the place. the oldest piece of garbage you have in your house? That <laughs> Besides really, myself. <laughs> that should... That should you know, have been gone a long First time ago, all, and you've been telling yourself you're going to get rid of it, but you just haven't. First of all, I've never said I should get rid of that about anything. No, that's the problem. <laughs> I'm not a hoarder. I am. A that's prop- what hoarders always I am, say. I am a prop maker.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> the fact that what dis- what differentiates that is true. Hoarders never actually do anything. But that's their what differentiates stuff. me is I do use the things. You're a constructivist hoarder. Do you still have your wheelchair? Yes. From I use it to play video games. Filmmaking mm-hmm. days at yes. the apartments. Yeah, yeah, uh, that had to be 20 years ago. We actually talked about that not long ago about the, how we had a party. A guy that you and I worked with, a Cuban B from Wyoming, uh, was got really angry at the fact that we had a wheelchair and used it. A superfluous wheelchair because we were able-bodied. To it, because, yeah. because we were able-bodied, yeah. and because his mother had MS, he was very upset. And and uh, I disagreed with that stance. I I think
1: we were kind of enlightening ourselves back then. It it wasn't the access to understanding society back then wasn't the same. And so Ryan used it for uh, a a dolly or some sort of filmmaking prop. I don't. I initially got
2: it for tracking shots. yeah. 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 I
1: don't think it was to to. Humiliate or mock. Or anything no, I like used that. to
2: go and just like be like, oh look, I can stand he up and then sit down. He wasn't down. pretending to be disabled, but right. But it it'd be, be one ha- thing if you were using it to mock disabled people, yeah, like a handicap camera show where <laughs> he then oh,
1: no, he goes to get dumped out forward and then runs away. <laughs> no, you know, it was certainly nothing like that. Hot jackass.
2: Um, in defense of my keeping things that some unenlightened people might think I should get rid of, I, I, ha- I feel like um, Screams at Stars will back me up as, uh, you know, she has this, a similar thing where she has a, bun- a bunch of bins of things that probably will get used somewhere. Like, but at least she puts them in bins. And Well, I have a level of organization. Bins, boxes on the floor, whatever. <laughs> it's all the same. It's enough space. A quick aside, Screams at
0: Stars got some major attention. Yeah, yeah. She, uh, she makes these like six-foot-long Furbies. They're awesome. I didn't know about those, so I looked at it. I want
1: one. Like a human centipede no. Furby? It's a Furby. Like a big tube. super long. Oh. Like and six a feet. Furby.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's like six feet long. And uh, Jack Black bought one. No and, shit. And uh, somehow that... Got some it, well not somehow it got. Traction. It just went. The thing went viral. I like, did not know about this. Oh um, really? I didn't get on the twits. Yeah. So she's she. It's, it's her great. main.
2: I think it's her main account. Uh, Somerset. Congratulations. I, That's I awesome. want one. You can order them. Uh, I don't
0: know if you can order them right now, but on Etsy. But I want one that has a head on one side, a six foot body, and then another head on the other end as well. Can you
2: customize them to a degree? I'm sure that you can. If you're willing to pay for anything, she'll. Can we sure make, make one, it. one that has? Uh, uh, another, like it's six feet long, but then has another six-foot yeah, segment sure. that comes out at the T and it has our heads on each end. That would be interesting. like the Guns N' Roses oh, cross, wow. yeah. but a Furby. But a Furby. My, I it remember
1: when those came out, though. My buddy Dave, his mom got you know, Christmas, everybody, like it was the whole thing. Uh, kind of like Transformers, I guess, were back in the 80s, but mm-hmm. if we're talking about Transformers here. Yeah. But, anyways, uh, she had one and we were all just down there getting wasted. and my buddy Matt and I would just lean over and go, fuck. Because it's, like, supposed to learn language. Wasn't it supposed oh, to be I see. an adaptive thing with Furbies? Yeah. Fuck. And, like, we did that for the entire night. It never once said it, though. It was really a disappointment.
2: <laughs> I think it may have, there may have been some programming that specifically prevented <laughs> assholes kind of, like you. Did that kind of AI exist, though, to filter those kind of things? Sure. Well, it didn't work, so I It don't didn't know. work. But I want a double headed long,
0: extra long Furby. I want
2: a three headed Furby. You got to hit her
0: up, but it, it'll cost you. Nice shout out. Yeah. But yeah. Congratulations to Screams of Stars. Yep.
2: Yeah. Good job! Good job! It's Congratulations cool. to Jack Black for owning a fine yeah. piece, no it's, doubt. It's, of, a cool uh, of it's, a, it's a cool product It's art. It's a cool product. Okay, hey guys! Last episode recap: We have fucking robots from space. <laughs> they crash They're landed not on Earth. They are not sleeves. They are. They are. They are fucking robots from space, but they are not fucking robots from space. We, I, I don't. don't <laughs> I'm sorry, I said robots. Them. Crash landed yeah. on Earth. Four million years went by, some of them want our energy, some of them want to stop the other ones from taking our energy. The first ones I was referring to attacked an oil rig, now it is sinking and on fire. Mm. And that's where we pick up. Cuban B from Wyoming. Two questions here. Yes. Right off the bat. Right off the bat. The
1: Autobots wage the war against, (laughs) to eat the evil forces of the... Um, Are the Transformers the baddies? I mean, the Autobots the baddies? They're
2: reactionary. the Autobots are reactionary through the Decepticons. The Decepticons started all this.
0: I don't think that Autobots are bad, but I think that they're kind of pathetic. They're not proactive.
2: No. They're reactive. as Ryan. That's the,
1: I'm the one that's supposed to start a management series, and you're throwing out management buzzwords like proactivity.
2: <laughs> get, get, out the, get out the business speak bingo card.
1: Although, I really think that the Decepticons need some kind of one-minute manager series. Starscream is destructive. To the culture of the
2: Decepticons. I well, you missed the first episode because you were late. But I would argue that uh, Megatron is, and that Star we were we were actually arguing that Starscream is more effective, and the show kind of covers that up and makes him look incompetent when he's not. Starscream's the things she she, (laughs) the things that Starscream does end up fucking over the Decepticons, but not because they're necessarily stupid ideas. It's just happenstance. Um... But the, I will say, right off, again, another thing right off the bat, where we start here at the very beginning of the episode, it answers my question of, are we meant to believe that the, the Autobots can swim? And clearly we are, which is ridiculous.
3: Well,
1: but I think that one... By the way, did anybody issue a trigger warning? I mean, um, the whole Deepwater Horizon burning oil it's derrick in the Like ocean a decade thing? ago? <laughs> I mean, still, it could have some sensitivity to That's people it. who are used to Autobots taking over their lives, I don't know,
2: destroying them, if you will. (laughs) Why do you keep blaming the Autobots? Oh, look,
1: I'm not an apologist for the Decepticons. It seems like you might
2: be their media manager.
1: I'm really here just to... Change their image (laughs) the PR guy for for the Decepticons. No, 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 no. Fake news. Edit that part out. That was a really lame joke that That I've been pitching to Aaron for three days now.
2: Did it get that kind of great reception when you (laughs) pitched it? It got that same reception. (laughs) You're like that guy in the SNL writing room who every week comes up with this story about somebody who did something funny in a bathroom, (laughs) but it never gets picked (laughs) up. Did
1: you see the... I was watching this on Amazon, and there's like a trivia section, mm. and uh, one of the this things in the, uh, just in the series. Oh, okay, and one of the things that it offers is goofs. And I'm just like, I'm sitting here, and it reminded me of that SNL sketch with Rob Schneider where he does sports bloopers, mm-hmm. and, and it's just a clip of somebody, like, missing a basketball shot or striking yeah. out baseball, and Rob Schneider's just like, oh, it's supposed to go in the net. <laughs>
2: like, that was the goofs on this trivia from uh, we, Amazon. We, we need you to be that goof guy throughout this episode, okay? I know not document them. Well, you got to be improvisational. Cuban B from Wyoming, which is oh. how I will refer to you. Hey, let's get this episode started. <laughs> well, right, we do also see Braun disre- like at the top d- display a special, which is kind of like a, it seems like a tool everybody has, the welding torch. Let me back up. Huffer is trapped Sorry. underneath some some steel. Mm-hmm. Braun comes up to help him. Mm-hmm. There is a gimmick yeah, right off the bat. They 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 some sort of laser. You would call it a welder, but it's actually a reverse welder. We'll call it a cutter. I think they're the same thing. <laughs> it's a torch. I think it's, you can do the same thing with them. Gotcha. It's, it's an oxygen awesome Freeze kind of them, and then they just
0: say, "Fuck off!" They also,
2: um, uh, Bye. bronze voice is not this, is different. Yeah.
3: You're
2: in the right place. There. And we see another uh, ring of fire mm-hmm. around the entire um, oil uh, platform. platform.
0: It's an oil rig. Yeah.
2: Oil rig. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Prime is trying to free Spike and Sparkplug and Wheeljack and Trailbreaker combo up for some force field we get, slash fire retardant action. We get some real fast hits with the uh, the special features here. Trailbreaker's force field, Wheeljack's hand, extinguisher foam. I don't understand why they just... Wheeljack is the only one adding value here, as far as I'm I don't concerned. know what the force field... I think it's meant to keep the fire from getting closer to the rig. But, okay. um, and then Jazz with his winch hand... That's right. So yeah, Jazz does. It's a, like a grappling hook that mm-hmm. comes out of his hand and throws it at Optimus Prime, who, as we all know, can fly and should just fly. That's one thing. But you know, think you know, Jazz is trying to help out. Well, uh, right when Jazz's uh, hand becomes that grappling hook, we get a noise that I recognize from Dungeons and Dragons. But also, there's a glowing portion to it, and a lot of things glow in this episode. Specifically, eyes glow mm-hmm. all the time. It's usually meant to indicate. Um, New knowledge or menace? Oh, is that <laughs> no, just, you? Uh, just think that's well, what that that's is. Just what I think, yeah. All right, I'll take I'm it. Good. Okay, I'm yeah. on board. All right, thanks. Script writing for dummies. For right <laughs> <laughs> it's a new I love it. Whoa! It's supposed to go in the nets.
3: <laughs> Whoa!
2: <laughs> them <Rectum. laughs> Okay, so at, at this point, uh, Prime frees the humans. Uh, Everybody's safe. This seems like as good a time as any to break down the story. And, And it basically goes like this. Autobots are good. Decepticons are bad. Cybertron. Yada, yada. Mm-hmm. And and we're good here. So Spike and Sparkplug, they con Optimus Prime con. into letting them hang out. After all, they do know more about Earth than the Autobots do. I like your take on it where it's a con as opposed to just being helpful. <laughs> and like the, the most fascinating thing that's ever like there's happened a, to them in their like life. There's a, bad, there's a motive involved? Well, the, I just call it a con because the Autobots... Prime's first instinct is to say, only we can defeat the Decepticons. And they're like, yeah, but you need our help. So they, you
0: think when someone's arguing, they're just automatically trying to con somebody? It's yeah. a long con. Different. They're really
2: trying to build that... You're trying to convince somebody to your point of view. But that's not what that word stands for. Listen, the... That- is what's happening here. I'm just and to if the you. Autobots really wanted human allies, why not somebody who's actually really smart and maybe connected well, into politics all, or engineering or technology or whatever, well, and not, you know, you a 14-year-old guy in an oil rig worker? Because they're the first ones they meet. They don't yeah. know anything about this do you planet. Think-
0: do you think we're trying to con you right
1: now? <laughs> <laughs> Quit conning me, guys. I've been playing the 25-year game, <laughs> convincing you oh that... Oh, man, I
2: can't wait to get all his toys. Actually, the these end guys game was to get on your podcast.
1: <laughs> that was, I, I win.
2: I've done it. That's a sweet con. Okay, we are opening up. Minute, minute, one, one minute and 30 seconds in, guys. We're that's doing my a external. great job of staying on time. He's journaling while Soundwave hmm. is spying. It's really weird because he says, I don't know if they're from the past or the future. They're not. Why do they have to be from either? They, he, they already told you they're the just aliens. aliens. They're clearly just in the present. <laughs> yeah. And then Sp- Soundwave transforms. And I will say, this is when I first noticed. That the animation in this episode is way better than the, fir- than the first. I think episode. it's a lot more fluid, and there's a lot more dramatic angles. It's, exactly, it's sharper. There are more highlights and shadows. The transformations are faster and better. The motion is smoother and faster. And yeah, like you said, Aaron, the angles are more dynamic. Yeah, uh, we'll have to. I'll look forward to getting to episode three and see if that trend continues. So, Spike unwittingly he sees uh, Soundwave in radio mode. He sneaks Soundwave into the bass... And just and puts the, him up on a shelf. He
0: sneak him, man. He just kind of walks in with him and sits Why do you his think
2: everybody has some nefarious plan? He was totally. <laughs> I just he, mean that he does. What I mean to say is, if I may be clear, is that he is doing the sneaking on Soundwave's behalf. Soundwave is really sneaking into the base. Yep. He's using Spike as a tool Delivery to do it.
0: We understand. Soundwave is totally conning Spike. <laughs> he did. He did. And he's
2: a deceptic con.
1: <laughs> oh. <laughs> And deception. <laughs> he was wearing sneakers for sneaking. <laughs> when you Get tonight, out of here. That makes noise. Oh, thanks. <laughs> hey, <laughs> can I ask a question?
3: As you Another do. question.
1: Mm. Mm, gotcha. You headed it off at the pass. <laughs> Has Shockwave come back, or is he still just minding the fences? Nope, we is won't he- hear
2: from Shockwave again. For a while. Uh, I think episode four. Yeah, this one we'll hear from him. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, he's still minding the fences.
1: Yeah, because I mean, four million years later, I'd be like, "Ew, they're not
0: coming
2: back." For oh me. no, that's that's why we love. <laughs> no, no, no. Sh- that's
1: why we love
0: Shockley. He
2: has the patience of a saint.
0: <laughs> that's why we love him. He was told what to do, and he. But that's it. also why he's pathetic. They yeah. totally. Con- and sad. They totally. <laughs> they totally conned him in the wedding there for four. Well, million
2: he doesn't years. have a lot of like. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, uh, Job uh, responsibility. No, no. Whenever you want something more than your, what's your no, station just, of, life? he doesn't have desire ambition. He like doesn't that. have a lot of ambition. Yeah. Well, he's relatively high ranking, though. He had to work his way up, so, certainly. Is he? What defense
1: minder for four
0: million years? <laughs> <laughs> what did he have to do You're before right. that? He hat? is guarding the base. Yeah, they give him a title of vice president,
2: but it doesn't <laughs> mean Instead was, of a raise, yeah. vice president of sitting your ass yeah. down. He's the vice president of staying put. Uh, okay, so uh, he Spike puts a sound wave in in his tape deck mode, just kind of on a counter, and runs off to go chat with. Uh, Trailbreaker, and he uh, got questions about Autobots and Transformers, and he wants he wants answers, and he wants to have a conversation, a dialogue. Trailbreaker is like, come on. And Soundwave is recording... <laughs> Soundwave is, I'll, I'll show you what's going on with this kid. And Soundwave is uh, recording all of this like really inane chatter, honestly. It's, it's not- it is <laughs> like when the feds have to shut off the wiretap because it's not related to the case <laughs> that's ongoing. But right. this is another example of how the animation is so much better. Like, you see the wheels inside of his tape deck turning. Mm-hmm. It's pretty, pretty detailed. And then we get this outbuilding. <laughs> this is what? Yeah, what is, that, what is, is, is this tool cool? shed? Don't know much about uh, when they built it, how they built it. We know it shows up in a couple episodes. Spike and Trailbreaker walk over to it, and we we see some parlor tricks. Mm-hmm. You a, this, we get a lot of special special uh, features right here. Ratchet is repairing, uh, doing some repair work. Hound uh, shows off his holograms that he. This can one make. is one that comes back a lot. They actually use it a lot in the IDW Transformers universe. In that world, everybody can create holograms. Oh. that, And they tend to make those holograms representative of their own personality. So, huh. for example, um, like there's a character, Whirl who has one eye and whenever he turns himself, he actually turns himself into like a bratty teenage girl every time he does a hologram. And she's wearing an eye patch huh. and she's wearing purple clothes and things like that. They usually try to make it indicative of their personality and visual appearance to some degree. Well, That's interesting. Mm-hmm. I will say, and it's obvious because of just a storytelling, you don't want to stick with two really great powers, but then we get to see Mirage, you can turn invisible, and, like, both Hound and Mirage's powers are so insanely useful and so crazily underutilized. I worry that, like... They
1: need energy, and they're just dicking around. <laughs> and I'm like, can you conserve some of that? <laughs> they're just showing off to a random yeah, birth kid. It like, doesn't even matter. It's like a kid at a skate park who's a real asshole, and you're like trying to do an ollie to impress
2: this kid. You have no idea.
1: Look, I can do a backflip off the diving board.
2: And you, this is this is not. This sounds not hypothetical. It's not real. <laughs> you are. He is crying openly right now. I could do an ollie, guys. <laughs> So Hound says, uh, he's gonna take Spike for the ride of his life, <laughs> <laughs> which is something you are not supposed to do with strangers kids. Uh, well, Hound is particular, and we'll see in just a second, Hound is particularly fascinated with Earth and Earthlings. So they 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 take off. We go back to Soundwave. There is an interesting. I mean, I get we have to show transformation because that's what makes this cool. Yeah. But there's lots of transforming, particularly by Soundwave, where he doesn't have. <laughs> you to don't, You don't got to do that. And but so he transforms just so he can release Ravage. So that Ravage can then um, transform and go inside Teletran 1 to record all the knowledge that the Autobots have gained thus far uh, about uh, human power sources. Mm -hmm. And And we do see a brief shot of the dam in that. Yes, we do, and then Soundwave transforms back into his tape deck mode. We switch scenes, and we go S- to Hound and Spike as the sunset in the beautiful deserts of Oregon. The, yeah, yeah, in the look, sand dunes of Oregon. Yeah, it's wonderful. Oh, they're totally like in Arizona. Actually. I know they're, they're everywhere. Tumble, tumble and tumbleweeds here. Uh, so they're riding around. It doesn't exactly feel like the ride of your life. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty stable. It's just well, like a normal His, star- <laughs> his seven-foot
1: collars flapping in the <laughs> you know, wind. Yeah, it's just, like
2: whenever you go to a you know a different country or something. That's and a pretty you, wild jump, though. Well, mm. You want to do the most? There's, There's a couple sand dune type stunts. Yeah, and then they're back home. He's back home anyway they like let him wander around.
1: Hair's not even tussled from that
2: wild ride. <laughs> for whatever reason nobody's guarding the main base by the way. Only Spike really cares. He goes in, he sees that there's some activity happening that just doesn't seem right that for some reason to him and he runs towards his tape deck and that's when Soundwave transforms and who are and, you? and uh the shit's crazy. Operation Impress Little Kid. <laughs> <laughs> he just starts da- doing dance. <laughs> like, I was dancing. great dancing. Pop and Everybody just wants to make humans proud of them for whatever reason. At this point, Soundwave commands Ra- Ravage. That's who's with him right now to yep. eject, and and they're gonna get the fuck out of here. Swipe not, not until not after Soundwave uh, takes a takes a lunge at Spike that misses, and then Spike sets off an alarm. So they're taking off. Ravage ejects. He's running after Soundwave. They're trying to exit the building. Would you call that a premature eject? Mm. <laughs> you, what? It was mm. right on time, actually. Wah, wah, yeah. wah. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about a blooper! <laughs> 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 I gotta say, through this whole sequence, I I know that it he just looks like a cat, but I felt a little bad for Ravage through this whole part. I felt a little sympathy for him. getting uh, Here's chased. where we get to where Ryan talks about how he just hates any form of animal abuse, be it. Uh, you realize it's not real. It's not even abuse. Yeah. It's not even abuse, it's just anytime anything resembling an animal is in any amount of tiny peril, it's difficult. But I know he's a sentient. The fact he doesn't talk doesn't help. Like, I mean, I realize he's an intelligent being just like Soundwave, but it, it still just makes me feel a little bad. Would
0: it feel better if he was flying away as a cassette
2: and they were shooting at him? Yes. Okay. In most of the comic interpretations, he does just speak normal English. Yes, he does normal English. And, and uh, there's no reason why he shouldn't. It's kind of a weird thing that they would give him mannerisms of well, an animal when animals, in theory, don't exist in Cybertron. Tr- yeah, and also none of the tapes <clears> talk <throat> in the show, but they all talk in Rumble the and Rumble and Frenzy. Oh, I guess that's true. But they're kind of. I know, I know what, what you mean. I know what you mean. The but like Ratbat stuff. talks in the books, right? Yeah, he leads the Decepticons. Yeah, he's the leader for some of it. Ravage uh, is running away. Soundwave gets away. Ravage gets a little. Tussled up with uh, with Bumblebee, uh, but he gets free. Uh, everybody's taking shots at him. They kind of merges into the shadows. They decide they need infrared, which is really just a red light. Yeah, gears like special power is a red, like a, a, a sex worker light. <laughs> it's The old
1: Amsterdam combiner mode, <laughs> a bowl of pot, and and that red light. And so, then they find him. There he is, yes. <laughs> uh,
2: and uh, so they. they well, take, then we get another special power with Jazz and and Prowl making an energy cage. Yeah, and they have to do it together. Yeah, I mean, they each have one half of it for some reason. So they got him. Okay, that's great. Soundwave <laughs> got away, but I, here's what I don't get. I guess having Ravage wasn't relevant at all to gathering the information because. Soundwave is playing back all the information from Teletraan in One the most right here, ridiculous way possible. He's just sitting on a rock and they're just listening to <laughs> the way kids all kids listen of to <laughs> listen, listen to music it. in the seventies yeah. in a, in their like parents' attics, smoking weed and just listening to fucking Led Zeppelin. The good old days, baby. <laughs> Greatest rock band of all time, by the way. G- the Goats? Nah, it's Pink Floyd. Oh, gross. <laughs> 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 Once again, I need to excuse myself. You're fired.
1: But he's like that jam box, like like old LL Cool J when he was like, my JVC vibrates the concrete. Speaking LL of, Cool who? Right. Well, speaking of 1984, though, it's <laughs> Billboard Hits time. Oh. But did you know that Run DMC Self-Title came out this year? What? In 1984? Yeah. Not only did Run DMC self titled, but the now-turned discography by Minor Threat came out of the same year. Nobody here cares about your Are you kidding me? Could Caleb vouch for this at least? Do you have any appreciation for that? I don't know. DC represent? (laughs) Hey, at least you got that. Somebody else here appreciates something about the DC hardcore
2: scene. All right, well.
1: I just was saying, that was a good year for some music, at least from a couple albums.
2: I'm glad. I mean, and and both uh, sort of counterculture music scenes. Very much as well. So. <laughs> we're learning. We're, we're learning about power sources, guys. You said some good stuff today, Ben. <laughs> oh, oh, I impress
1: the. Kid. I impress an Earth kid.
2: <laughs> you got a couple in the net. So we hear Teletrans voice. He's telling the tales of Sherwin Dam and all the kilowatts, and it makes Megatron very excited, Uh, and that's when his eyes light up. He (laughs) lights up uh, based on some new knowledge and evil scheme uh, sparked, and he thinks this energy is going to be mighty helpful. It's not enough to impress Starscream, um, because that's not uh, enough to make all the cubes that they're going to need, but Starscream's knowledge is only overshadowed by his stupidity, guys. And this is that uh, this struck me as like uh, like he says one million seven hundred fifty thousand kilowatts isn't enough to make the energon cubes, which is one point seven gigawatts, which it's as cool. we know is more than it takes to power the flux capacitor. That's all you need to go back 29. in time. That's all you need for that. Mm-hmm. Which is the amount of energy output of plutonium or a bolt of lightning. I was wondering if somebody was going to do that for math, and but you did.
1: Why do they? Put it into a, an astroliter. That's what I want to know. Is Why is that unit of measure of volume for power outage? I know we do like gallons of gas, but it doesn't quite translate. So you're like, oh. My I three- think they
2: just, you tr- I don't know. My transformer
1: gets 20 megamiles to the <laughs> astroliter. Also- except, except with Bumblebee, because he's a Volkswagen. That It really is less, despite what the manufacturers say. They know.
0: Yes. Oh, guess what, <clears throat> what Brocells said something pretty enlightening this week. He said... Bro's Dad, yeah, Dad. Did you, did you know, Dad, that they stopped making the, the Volkswagen Beetle like this week or something? They discontinued making the Beetle. Mm. And he goes, and then he says, hmm, so I guess now Bumblebee won't have any descendants. <laughs> Unless he's that new van that they've been ramping up. And
1: I was like, oh, snap, son. That's <laughs> what you said to him? Oh, snap. <laughs> that new van does kind of look... I haven't seen transformer. the transformer. Oh, you got to check out that commercial. I'm not trying to hype it up. It, it doesn't suit my style. but <laughs> Seems like you have
2: a lot of agendas today. <laughs>
0: yeah, represented by here's the new Brocells uh, Bro sponsorship
1: tag.
2: Brocells is the sponsor of Autopod Decepticast.
1: Yes, 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 yes. So yes, indeed, Brocells. Yes, <laughs> indeed. Nice. That is a kid, an earth kid, I'd love to fucking impress,
2: though. <laughs> I'm, glad, I'm glad it continues. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> <laughs> wait, that's an earth kid you'd love to fuck and impress? No, whoa, 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 whoa! Whoa! Dude,
0: that's <laughs> you
2: gotta, I'm gonna you gotta isolate sure that. <laughs> careful there. Yeah, that's all gonna have to be removed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I also, the like Megatron says, they're gonna overload the, the dam. That's not yeah. at all how dams work. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> Megatron explains that to Starscream that it, it's not just about stealing energy directly from the dam, that they are going to have to, you know, do some stuff, create a tidal wave surge to amp up that energy. Output. Yeah,
1: but all they do to amp it up is compress a cube of oh. oil. And I'm like, we're sitting around here like suckers. All we nope. have to do is this. And
2: Well, and also I feel like just their general operational methodology is... Questionable to scale, like from a tube. It's just,
1: it, it literally he splices a tube together, mm-hmm. and it pumps into the cube and just fills the cube up and they. Well, and they're it. doing
2: like three at a time. Yeah. Like, that's no way to produce. This but is, we're getting ahead. That's arsenal. way later. Yeah, come on, sunrise, bitches. <laughs> the cons? this flying in sequence where they land, I think, is it movie is, level. It, I mean, that's yeah, that's that's among the highest quality. Yeah, it looks amazing. I've seen. With it's, the a really land great there. job. Uh, so they're 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 at the dam. They're not actually on the dam. I should say they're on the lake, on the deep side of the dam. Mm-hmm. And Rumble is dispatched to get to the bottom of the lake and do some pile driving. And this works, causing kind of high waves and disruption and texture to the water, oh, which what? I guess is. This- this part where Soundwave directs him to go in there uh, and uh, Operation Tidal Wave, he makes like a surfs up wave yeah, motion I mean, with his arm. <laughs> it's it's so locking uh, coming back. I know. I like how their operation names are very specific to what they're doing. It gets really cut into the chase yeah, of time uh, for Operation Tidal Wave. Make lunch. I know. <laughs> you know I know. Where operation, I work. Real cheese. We can. We have project names, but they're never tied to what people like to get cutesy with project names it's like do you have an pro- example project penguin oh I mean, that's not descriptive it make, unless does it, does it it you do it with it's like the project we're not processing penguins i'll tell you that God, i hope not <laughs> are they Weird. frozen is that the whole thing <laughs> frozen whale meat there's often there's often no correlation uh so rumble bottom of the bottom of the lake Pulls out them pile drivers, mm-hmm. which have, uh, he's two for two on showing use. I don't know exactly the science behind this, but it creates... Uh, earthquakes <laughs> create tidal waves. I think it's the sound. They do, yeah, but baby. these are not tidal waves. It's really just rough waters as far it's as true. I can... As far but as I that's can the say, name of the operation. Operation Wave Pool. Rough Waters. <laughs> what? Oh. <laughs> I don't know why I thought you were going to say rough waters. I was operation to... Wave Pool. Oh. oh. Wave Pool's... Oh, what a terrible idea. Oh, <laughs> oh, let's it. go to White. I London. love them too, Day but they this. seem they seem so dangerous, and people die in them all the time. Do they?
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> no, that's not based on anything
1: at all. <laughs> Where are your packs? a, guy, a guy I have, and His kid just died in a rip tide the other day.
2: That's not a wave. But it's pools. not a wave pool. I have a pool. I mean, maybe not so much wave, any Ocean yeah. blooper. Maybe yeah. not so much anymore. But like, like be before, bad. they were better, more precautions that they'd get like under the rollers, like that would make the waves, and hmm. you know, it would there was them. like
1: a thing when babies would get sucked down. Remember in the drainage tubes of pools back in the 80s or whatever, before they had like... People just
2: chucking babies into the pool.
1: I'm going for a swim. Oh, no. No, but like... That was like a special cap for pool drains because the suction Hmm. would like... Suck a diaper and hold a baby down, and it was really oh, what awful. are people doing with their babies in the pools? It was the 80s. They <laughs> there took, was they took babies home in like in their laps with no seat belts, the
2: doctors still that's smoking and in, in hospitals in, in the, the 80s. 80s. Yeah. yeah, there was there was that place in New Jersey called Action Park, or uh, <laughs> what's this, Action it's Park. the best
1: baby swim pool in town. It
2: was the guy who built it, had his philosophy was um you take your risks. Like he, he would, and anybody who had an idea could pitch it and he build it. You didn't have to be an engineer or anything. It was like called traction park, uh, class action park colloquially because people kept getting injured and killed. Like they had one that was a slide that did a loop de loop and it was a completely contained tube and people kept getting stuck at the top and like getting fractures and stuff. And then there was one where you are on a, like a little car that went through a loop, but you could break or not break, but they didn't stop people from just coming in after you. <laughs> And so you <laughs> and just people. Yeah. Have it's... you
1: been on that um, Alpine car down in Branson? Mm-hmm. I highly recommend it. It does have a weight limit. I will be the first to own up to that. But somehow, <laughs> you, you go got through that. Well, man. I impressed the young human enough <laughs> to let me through despite my sheer volume of weight. I guess it wouldn't be a volume, but the sheer mass. So, how so was it? It? Uh, it was awesome, but it has like a handbrake on the cart. And it's, it's, I mean, gravity driven. And there are some moments where you're like, is this little shitty seatbelt going to keep me I from know. flying off? There's a couple like nets like on an aircraft carrier where they oh, have. Oh, God. But you're really, I'll call it 15, 20 feet up. And you get ripping at some point. And I was kind of like,
0: eep, 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 you know,
1: slowing down. Jerking off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Going a little bit. I mean, I'm in the middle of the wilderness. I'm going to enjoy it. <laughs> and uh, but no, and you're going for a minute, and then I was like, "Screw it! I'm going to let her rip, put the handbrakes down, and just kept
2: going." See, it was
1: pretty intense. I suggest the fact there know. are
2: nets is terrifying to me.
1: Well, like they know. Yeah, they like oh know there's a risk.
2: <laughs> Have you you guys remember this incident here? Let me put it on the big screen. The 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 Verroot. Water slide, German for crazy insane," up in Kansas City, and uh, wasn't this they, supposed they, to be the, the tallest one or kid
0: something? Got decapitated,
2: right? Yeah, the world's Whoa. tallest water slide when it opened in 2014, uh, designed by co-owner Mike Henry. And well, let's just get to the let's just get to the fatal incident. <laughs> a ten-year-old son of a Kansas State representative died. Uh, the raft went airborne, impacted <sighs> a metal support of the netting, decapitating him. Yeah. Oh. That well, happened in 2016. No wonder he was Jesus able to get
1: Christ. like a remedy because it was a freaking politician. I know <laughs> it was just some like poor schlub going and dicking around on the world's longest. Oh, uh, what slide, you got?
2: Decapitated kid? Yeah, we got that ten thousand dollars. Here you go. See you on your way. Two other passengers who were injured: broken jaw and facial bone <laughs> fracture. Uh, the park was closed pending an inspection. <laughs> handsome George ain't handsome no more. I ain't afraid of no
1: roller coaster. Had that uh that theme park you were talking about where they like build it? It reminds me of that SNL sketch with Dan Aykroyd where he's got like bag of glass and it's like mm-hmm. a kid's toy that shards. You mentioned of glass.
2: this all the time. Do I? Yes. The Bass Bassamatic. You mentioned that the last time you were on this show. Damn, I am a huge fan of
0: those up. toys. <laughs> I don't
1: know what to say.
0: So, oh shit. So. A grand jury issued an indictment against uh, the former director of operations charging them with involuntary manslaughter, aggravated battery, aggravated child endangerment, and interference with law enforcement. <gasps> he's just like nothing to see here.
2: Fuck. Wow. okay. Right. Yeah, it makes me not want to go to theme parks or be on roller coasters to know that the, 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 the regulations are I, actually pretty loose. My dad
0: doesn't ride on carnival rides because he's a welder. Oh. And he looks at how they're put together and he's <sighs> like, Bob. Yeah, I don't wow. do it go anymore.
1: Go to Disney. Disney does it right.
2: I well, like d- d- that's, they've got a lot more to lose yeah. reputation-wise and yeah. all that. Some of these, like, Bofunk theme street parks and, and, yeah, and, and yeah, definitely street yeah. cars, carnivals and things like that. The Ozark that. Empire Fair starts, I think, in two weeks, and, like, I don't go on any of the vigorous rides there. the
1: biggest gamble I take is the food there. I make a point. <laughs> I, eat. I go on the Gravitron. Oh,
2: okay. I love the Which, Gravitron.
1: By the
0: way, uh, Stranger Things Season Features, 3... The, Graviton, the Gravitron is, is featured oh,
1: pretty it's heavily. It's my favorite
0: ride. Yeah,
2: I
1: uh, The Gravitron. I, uh, I was like, holy I actually shit, haven't been to the
2: Empire it, Fair in a long time. Oh, I, Wes and I have went I've, every year since we've been together. I've seen
1: your chicken pictures from the fairs last couple of years. Didn't chicken you put some pictures. pictures of chickens up at that? I don't know. I have chickens. I'll tell you what. I, I don't know, but it was at the fair. I, I know,
0: guarantee I, you this year the Ozark Empire Fair will be super popular because of that show. And I bet if they have the Gravitron, you know, that this year, oh, they always have it. Yeah, they always have I, it. I bet it'll be. Um, I'll bet it, it'll be sure a super huge line they ride yeah. the Gravitron. They
2: they had last year. They had something they added that they are also doing again this year, which is a sea lion show. And uh, it's sea lions that have been like taken. You know, they've been injured or they can't be released into the wild. And they they um, it's it's funny because you can like they're trained, but also they don't force them to do anything so maybe they'll do the trick maybe they won't it's really cute that's really adorable i love
1: if it was like a walrus show i would just take my bridge out and just <laughs> sit there and then they are like throwing when fish at me Mon- you know, like, you, 20 ryan, bucks to come up
2: and rub him <laughs> ryan do you know how these yeah. animals are treated uh, I I I, look, I did look into it because I'm very sensitive to like yeah, I don't like I don't like circuses because they're, of that reason. They're allowed once a day on the gravitron. <laughs> 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 Just fish puke
1: everywhere. Chum in the waters. They're they're very
2: well. What is the I don't know if you i certainly you guys don't know this. I'm throwing it out there for maybe f- future research. What is the business model of these organized? sort of yearly local carnivals. Like, are you, are Caleb may know, but let me pose my question before we go too much into it or my questions about it. Like, are there local Graviton owners? I mean, I, Carney, I guess Carney is like a travel I think they travel. But but is, okay, so is this the same traveling group of people or they, is it a so. big group of independent operators that latch on to different events they go to every year? Caleb. Uh, so
0: in Donathan, Missouri, where my aunt, Andy's aunt lives, she is friends with a woman that runs a carnival. Mm-hmm. It is an organization, and they actually have enough equipment that they, at any given time, can have like three or four different carnivals going. Mm-hmm. And they hire carneys. Yeah, so there, it's right like stuff. one producer, one person who There's, owns the overall event. Well, of course, you'd have to have that right. One group now, as far so. as licensing for the machines, you probably buy the machines, but I don't know how. Like, grab but do it. they
2: own the machines, or do the the carneys own the machines, and they get subcontracted out to come and? There's who? Who the, the, the director or your ear? Like, like, does the person who organizes the carnival subcontract they, out to people who oh, happen to own the, you know, probably these rackety, people, rackety roller coasters and gravitons these and whatever?
0: I think, oh, like they buy the machine, they oh, buy the machines probably from the graviton, graviton so is, is like corporation. A, <laughs> is there like a convention
1: of carnival rides? There has to be, like, go to figure out what probably. you're gonna, like Vegas it's does that Vegas. big um, tractor thing where you can like see all the yeah. new DC or the, you yeah. know the Caterpillar. Yeah. Every convention I, like that is in Vegas. Yeah, but like, is there just like I want ten pukes per minute? That's like the, <laughs> the, the you know whatever That's the, the metric, the metric is for that ride. It's a ppm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't go on those things. I'm afraid of heights, and I if don't we have like... any
2: listeners who are carnies... Oh, you think this is staying in? <laughs> <laughs> that was the most boring shit I've ever no, heard. No, it is not. This is interesting. I mean, there, okay. there have to be carnivals worldwide. It is a... Tell I'm me only... about the, the organization practice. of the business of carnivals. Topic, yeah. Anyway, I, that's all I know is that they run a carnival. <laughs> that's all I know is I have an aunt who runs a carnival. No, I have an don't aunt it. whose friend runs oh, a All I know <laughs> is that I don't
1: know
0: nothing.
2: <laughs> You're like one of those people who who's on Google or Yahoo Answers <laughs> who's like, well, I don't know, but here's my unfortunate well, opinion. But you can Google it. <laughs> Let me recap where we were. Rumble's making waves at the bottom of the lake. The Decepticons have uh, flown to, I guess, what is the control center of the... Dam, which oh, is man. inside the dam itself, the the waves that rumble are creating are cur- cur- creating more water to flow through the dam through. I guess I don't know what you call it the Turbines. release the release situation. Um, yes, is <laughs> the release a real, situation. a real technical term there <laughs> <laughs> and and uh the people working the dam are freaking out a little bit they don't they don't know I, exactly what's going on i love on. this guy at like 6 6 minute 6 30 seconds who says uh, the river's rise and man your emergency stations has an impressive moose knuckle so wait Carney talk not good
1: moose knuckle talk it's all staying in in. (laughs) first of all that took four seconds Uh,
2: so the Decepticons blow their way into this control center and they take charge of the situation Starscream (laughs) then is commanded oh hang on a second let me back up uh, before that, the Autobots are getting readouts of potential emergency situations on Earth. And <laughs> which we, Spike can read! Which Spike can read, and it, also a very beautiful, interesting script. I completely disagree. It looks like you're trying to write with an Etch-a-Sketch. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like you, I don't know, it looks like you know your way around an Etch-a-Sketch, if that's the case. Absolutely. No, man, you just twist and dice, baby! <laughs> Has someone Have someone ever, ever made like, anything that nice on an Etch-a-Sketch? I'll show you it to you right now. <laughs> okay. Has
1: someone ever decode did that? Like, alien language from Futurama? Yeah, like I Is doubt, that a Rosetta I, Stone I, for
2: Transformers? I doubt that the people Cybertron. that made this did, like, the George R.R. R. Martin, like, the like language. working? Uh, Actually, Yeah, or, like, the Klingon. Yep. Like, it's an actual language. It was probably animated
0: by people that don't even speak English.
2: Well, since it's mainly yeah. Korean, yeah, I mean. Good. But, so it's like, it what? Made Korean? in the Korean? It's like <laughs> I said it's mainly Korean. So okay. it's
0: what, it's based, so I think it's probably what Koreans, it's like Koreans, like,
2: writing cursive sure yeah, maybe but in a robotic they, they're taking their creative liberty to like what is the robotic version of this there are there are is Cybertronian cybertronian language that, that is translatable but it's way later it's like na- stuff they're doing now yeah it's probably associated with michael bay and i don't give a I don't think about so oh, no right. i think I'm, I'm thinking like stuff they write on toys like Cybertronian Siege stories. Oh well there was that uh jazz Cybertronian it wasn't in the Siege line, it was in the line right before it, whatever that was called in Blaking Out I don't Power of the Primes. And yeah, the designer um, did the Cybertronian translation of MAGA on the jazz toy. Oh and it no. Was, it was a giant controversy when it was discovered. I didn't know. And that. I don't know if that guy was canned or anything, but it was a real thing that there's, there's, I, I, think, I think that Hasbro discon, like they didn't discontinue the toy, but the future yanked versions it, yeah. yanked it. Anyway, that's the, that's the worst thing I've ever. At this point, the Decepticons blow their way into the dam. Megatron walks in. He just well, shoots out hilarious. the ceiling I, for no reason, really. Also, either. how do you know that walking through that wall isn't going to make this, this system not work at all? I assume well, apparently that, everything's made out of concrete, no matter what's going on. Well, it is a dam. Right. That I guess they maybe they have scanners that let them know <laughs> which walls are the best ones to walk through. <laughs> <laughs> but if it's like the Hoover Dam, aren't
1: they? Don't they say like the concrete at the deep center of the Hoover Dam is still not dry or whatever? Oh really? Because there was like so much concrete. I don't, I I don't
2: that. know. That's interesting. I think that may be apocryphal because concrete doesn't really dry; it cures. Just. Describe the difference between drying and curing no. the situation. Your, okay, Ryan. Ryan, for once, is like, "Let's move on." I don't want to be the focus of this. They blow their way in the dam control, and this is where Starscream uh, is asked to null ray the uh, turbines. Prepare them. the null ray and, <laughs> again, and, which somehow allows again energon cubes to just be stuck on the pointy end. <laughs> no, it's so silly. And filled with whatever vigor comes out on on that other end. So the Autobots, they're driving. They're arriving, and their their questions about Decepticon involvement in this uh, scheme are quickly answered because Megatron fires a a shot from his uh, fusion cannon at the Autobots. And then we go to commercial.
1: After these messages, we'll be right. We don't have
2: to call out every time, commercial.
1: But those '80s commercials were awesome. A hanker for a hunka cheese. <laughs> <laughs> hanker
2: for a hunk of cheese. Oh wow! That was more of a A slice of slab or chunka. <laughs> a hanker for a hunka cheese. That was because the government was trying to move cheese.
1: Yeah, yeah. big cheese was really.
2: We got all this. He's grown. not wrong. We got all these teats. <laughs> Oh, I, it out, it, it was. It was a whole thing. It was a it was more sound wave. I brought this up so, a little oh, bit yeah, reflector. Up to where we put the the interjon cubes on the turbines. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, I was just going to talk about reflector all having the iris. All three of these here have that iris that's so, not broken out into the different components. This
2: episode is notorious in general for. Having lots of uh, just rando cloned robots, the reflectors, the seekers in particular. Yeah, uh, there's just random colors of seekers. I'm surprised they didn't randomly color the reflectors. Well, in a second, we'll have a reflector color problem. They also, you've also got problems with sound waves tapes because Rumble or of a, a, a character that looks exactly like Rumble is in this room and featured, but we know that Rumble is at the bottom of the lake. <laughs>
1: Another goof. <laughs> <laughs> this one. Oh, yeah, he's there. I never, <laughs> never remembered. Th- Reflector, but it was a mail away, I yes. guess. And I remember, like, I never did mail. Maybe like, would you ex- call him
2: CameraBot? Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I like had X-ray specs I sent off for <laughs> once or something. I remember though, in high school, you could smoke at my high school, and we would collect the Marlboro Miles and Camel. Holy cash. shit! <laughs> I knew a dude who had like full. on Wait, you like, could
2: smoke at your high school when you went there? Yeah. Holy St. Louis. Oh, that was in Maple, Illinois. Maple
1: Maplewood. No, but that was where I graduated. Where'd you go over now? Oh, this line? was Peoria. Well, you no, Peoria. Peoria Central. Will it play in Peoria? <laughs> but but the whole thing was, this kid, like, you know, before you even finished your pack, you'd go ask somebody for their miles or whatever. <laughs> I want dude, the raft. This dude I knew had a full-on fucking duster, like, gym bag. Why do they make a gym bag for <laughs> smokers? <laughs> They're like, <gasps> <laughs> we've got a Marlboro-issue treadmill. No, and... <laughs> It's funny enough, in Wyoming, I went to a wedding up by Jackson Hole and this the I live with that dude in Peoria. Ah, uh, his brother, who also lived with us in Peoria, was up at the wedding. He knew the people that I knew. It was weird fucking shit, but I don't know if he was still sporting that Marlboro duster. Or not.
2: <laughs> Ryan and I, we, uh, uh-huh. we have to admit, we bought we bought some stuff with Camel cash. Camel cash. Was, <laughs> got, the the is, Zippo. The Zippo was awesome. We bought we an did. ash, like a standing an ashtray that was like two feet tall and had a wire frame and like a, had a glass ashtray. Inside. We were like we were like 19 or 20 years old. It took us two years <laughs> to save up for it. Yeah, and this will impress t- ten years of lung life. <laughs> yeah, this will impress some young Earth kid. <laughs> <laughs> and what? impressive about that it, it, it was a really <laughs> shitty oh like, very uh, bad ca- like, ca- like it was not ca- I guess it wouldn't cast iron but it was some kind of shit I think shit it was like iron. aluminum or it, it, it did not look as cool as it did in the pamphlet like Mark Simpson with her Johnny Rep whiskey flask
1: <laughs> family heirloom where John Waters was uh, he's like the appraiser for to- you know like vintage toys and he's like yeah this is worthless <laughs> zap
2: <laughs> that was a good episode it was a mm-hmm. great episode Okay, that, we're, ca- we're caught up to what I was talking about. Well, that earlier. part where uh, Prime and Prowl are talking, they do like some kind of weird throwing your voice puppetry because it's all... it's Prime's voice coming out of Prowl's mouth and then... <laughs> and then it's Prowl's voice again. It's a great angle. Great illustrations. Yeah, I love, like, especially Prowl. I really love that uh, that drawing of him there. But And I love that explosion. Actually, the explosions in this, mm-hmm. I think that uh, listeners will know, recall, I talk about explosions a lot. Sure. We used to love to draw explosions. Explosions are fun and, to draw. Uh, and very inspirational ones. Again, we talk about keep firing. Okay, you missed by a little bit, Megatron. Keep fucking firing. You've got a very strong weapon. It, cuts, it can cut off a mountain. <laughs> it's Well, apparently it's uh, it's like dialed into black holes and shit, as per his oh, text. Oh, that's facts. right, that's right, yeah. Mm-hmm. We've got to work fast! <laughs> Hound, he dons his classic uh, face mask yeah, to just- go deal with rumble underwater, and the Autobots, the rest of them, take off to the air to go and kind of take care of the business that's going on on the inside of the dam. Isn't that... Uh, isn't that face mask with the new release of a new hound toy? I can't remember if it's a third party. It yet. is. Well, no, there... Or was a okay. masterpiece? So, yeah, I, I have a, a Fans Toys hound, which is a beautiful, beautiful sculpt, actually. And it actually comes with a face mask that I can place on top of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that homages it. What I understand, the official Takara masterpiece hound, which I will procure, unfortunately. I hate that. <laughs> I hate it because I want to get all the officials... But this is such a good representation. I don't like; it just mm-hmm. makes me mad that I'm gonna have to. But uh, I think that allegedly the face mask is inside its head, and you can do so a little. Do flip do all
1: transformers more. have that face mask?
2: Well, no. I mean, Not we only that's the only right. time we see it, which leads me to believe his face leaks. Well,
1: because Huffer was like a little fucking. He was just freaking out about drowning in the oil rig. Yeah, and I hate water. Yeah, and I then, like, hate fire. And now <laughs> it's just like, bro, well, I'm gonna go down and.
2: Huffer's kind of but a punch talking. rumble. Huffer complains about everything, though. That's more about character. I Hound's a little more heroic.
0: I wonder if if they, if they um, the winch company that they... So he has a W. On, on the front of Hound's. The W. That's a real winch company. I thought there was Willie or well, Wiley.
1: Wasn't that the, the, G, the
0: Willy edition
1: Jeep? The W stands
0: for the brand Warn. Oh. Yeah.
2: Well, they have brands on some of the other cars and stuff. They too. got Mega Transformers. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking more like Number more 1 sh- Brand in America. Fuck that. <laughs> okay, these guys are wrestling underneath the underneath the waterscapes here. Then we cut uh, to apparently uh, this this sequence is a, a little bit confusing to me. Um, oh yeah! The, this is the uh, the flood sequence. Hound and Bumblebee show up to try Ironhide. and save, or I'm sorry, <laughs> Ironhide. They show up to save the day, and they they gang up. Ironhide this is transforms. a rare time we get to see the weapons bay. Of That's Ironhide. right. Yeah, we we do get to see his his little uh, sled rocket launcher thing. Although in this instance, it's not a rocket launcher; it's just an extremely powerful. I feel laser. like this this sequence is weird because the way he cuts it. It's strange, like he's basically trying to divert the river and so they cut these little channels. I feel like this is maybe a disconnect between uh, script and what we see on screen because I I think it would make more sense to make a huge trench as opposed to these tiny little trenches. We don't know how, those would have to be so deep. Oh yeah. I love this part where the house is saved at 9:28. The guy on the roof—if you hear him—he says, "Hey, that's great!" <laughs> <laughs> that laser would have to be so powerful to cut that rock it's so silly. deep and, ins- and, and instantly, to, and to allow for that volume. Of yeah, it's water. pretty silly. All right, we're agreed. Autobots—they're uh, they're feeling pretty good about themselves. They fly, mm-hmm. and they just start popping and shots. And here we go, go right there. Their, who? Okay, it looks like they shoot Starscream. Who's that other It is. It is Reflector, miscolored as Starscream. At 9 minutes 37 seconds, uh, it looks like two Starscreams get shot, but I backed it up a bunch of times, and it is a miscolored Reflector. Hmm. Um, This also reminded me of when Starscream gets knocked over by hot rod shots in the shuttle uh, in the movie. Mm, Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then they make more (laughs) Energon pillows. (laughs) 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 But I can't remember. When we were looking at the scene earlier... Was the cubes in the turbine? Was it energon ish texture? It was electricity. It was and electricity. Then it didn't become okay. energon until they and squished then they it. compressed it. it okay. that's how I eat it. marshmallows, by the way. <laughs> you <just laughs> you got to smoosh them. Here we have uh, a nine forty four, a bunch of just floating Autobots. Yep, uh, they stick it in neutral. Megatron. He he really sounds like John Wayne at this point. He I think does have heard... a drawl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Return to base! Stick it in a neutral, Megatron! You're not going anywhere!
2: Try and stop me, We've heard uh, Peter Cullen th- talk about John Wayne as an inspiration for the voice, and no more than at that moment, as far as I'm concerned, did he sound like it. Uh, the Decepticons have managed to produce, I counted those pillows, 18 Energon cubes, so again speaking to the scalability of their of their plans. I think they did, it shows more later. It does. It does. I don't like it. <laughs> it it's an economy of scale. You're
1: not going to get anywhere making 18 pillows. Bingo. <laughs> yeah. You said economy of scale. <laughs> that was my middle. That's
2: a, my middle piece. There's no free pieces in business buzzword bingo. That's true. Oh. Uh-huh. That's the first rule of buzzword business. Buzzword bingo, actually. I mean, yeah, you gotta. No such thing as
1: a free lunch. <laughs>
2: Me. <laughs> That's, <coming laughs> up later. That's all you I made. Want. A lot of terrible jokes. <laughs> the lunchiest over here. Still
0: <laughs> so. there.
2: Let's see. Permanently it. etched on my flesh. The Decepticons were getting fired on. Look very calm here Cash. at this point. But uh, Megatron, he he blasts a, a little battle. A nice a nice a nice gunfight's going mm-hmm. on. The humans seek shelter. And we see a. This it's is a rattling. very cool Mirage sequence. is very weird. Yeah, cool. On some kind of, I don't know if it's a bridge or whatever. We've got a potential thundercracker and definitely somebody we don't <laughs> know. Um, and and Mirage is goes on to take him. They throw <laughs> him off. They throw Woo! him off. They're they're on a bridge of sorts. They Although, throw Mirage off, but he like he like parkours back up, and he's, al- and he's lost his ability to fly. Yes, and he's lost. They all have in this. Yes, for this moment, they've. All, I don't understand why this bridge. You wouldn't just build a bridge to a to wall. nowhere, <laughs> but that's okay. Cliff Jumper jumps in to help out. He gets tackled by the two seekers, but because uh, Mirage has ninjaed awesome. his way back Boom. up to the bridge, he manages to do a crazy flip kick move and knocks them both it's, off. Yeah, some jujitsu, and for someone who doesn't like to fight, Cliff Jumper gives him the props. Yeah, and and. and and the seekers definitely fly, so on <laughs> absolutely. Their handshake was much better than ours. <laughs> <laughs> Off mic, we had an awkward handshake. Optimus Prime flies off-screen off, off screen onto another platform that seems to exist for no reason. <laughs> you know, <the> <laughs> I think it's I could, a door, maybe. Yeah, yeah, it seems like that should flip into a doorway. So maybe they're like fighting like the, on top of a garage, garage door. Garage door, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. It's very strange. They're they're fighting. Uh, Megatron packs a wall up. And Prime is now hanging hundreds of feet um, off of a ledge. His, his fingers is the only thing keeping him attached to it. And... <laughs> Again, he flies. Right. That's uh, really according annoying. to the logic of these early episodes, so it shouldn't be a big deal. Megatron's going to finish him off, and I guess stomp his toes to, to drop him down. Fingers. Very good animation on fingers. Him. Even, so, though, yeah. even though it was no, he in the, the, Transformer World, you're... what was our hands? Your fingers toes. are called toes. Yeah, I know you don't know about he No. Yes, he'll stomp the fingers. He's, he's delivering some dialogue, some menacing dialogue, no doubt. Right. And he says.
0: I'm gonna step on your, your fingers. fingers. Oh, no, not, yeah. I'm gonna You'll step on your toes. toes instead of shooting you with my arm cannon.
2: <laughs> He's savoring the moment. He is. And I'm stepping uh, on your toes. Starscream. <laughs> and, and his and his Megatron's eyes lit up again, notating mm-hmm. the 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 terror boner that he is, yeah. that is growing within his loins. Okay. Starscream, <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> has a... That's a new band for me right there. Terror, Terror Boner. Boner? I love their work. <laughs> Starscream, for some reason, has a slingshot. He has Wheelie's uh, weapon. Yeah. Where did that come from? Why? There's no one-off that. Why? Did it, did it come out of his forearm and he's like, I just need this? He has he's guns like on the side of his hand. The Transformer
1: Dennis the Menace is just really <laughs> cool. starring, starring Megatron as Mr. Wilson. <laughs>
2: Starscream! That makes a lot of sense. Him Throwing off that bolt or whatever it was from that slingshot caused enough of a a ruckus that it threw Megatron off of his game, which caused uh, gave the opportunity for Optimus Prime to hop back up on this ledge and and, and tackle Megatron. Uh, Yes, there were 18 pillows before. Now there's probably some 100, 150 pillows. Mm -hmm. The Decepticons are grabbing and running, and here we have, uh, spoiler alert, a very iconic Moment. Why is it a spoiler? Because it'll be my iconic moment. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh! Guess gotcha. it's not your iconic moment anymore. <laughs> That's okay.
0: They are. It make it I brown, don't know. Sure. I
2: don't. I don't know how it would be anything other but We'll be open to opinions later. Uh, for everybody's iconic moment, but Prime and Megatron, they are fighting on top of the dam. Uh, there's a few swings. Some nice. Uh, Some really good dialogue, actually. You destroy everything you touch, Megatron. Well, and also, he keeps calling Megatron old and like an outdated model, which really tracks later, way later, whenever we find out that Megatron is a lot older than Prime. That's right. Mm -hmm. Good job. Thank you. And (laughs) here we're getting to the part where we have the most, um, you know, famous one off weapons that have ever been. That is, yes, and by that we're speaking, of course, of the axe and mace that emerge from, uh, the energy-based axe and mace that emerge from both of their forearms here. Uh, I just wanted to cu- touch on a couple more dialogue lines. Mm-hmm. Uh, You're old, Megatron. Yesterday's model. Ready for the scrap heap. Junk!
3: <laughs> That's what you
2: are. Junk! Uh, I also liked, when I'm through with you, Prime, there won't be enough pieces to sweep up. Sorry, they
1: have a custodian come in after battles.
3: That's not my
1: job. Like that David, David Cross when he's the custodian
2: in Mister
3: Show, the
1: the, The janitor that's in the yeah he pops out of the ball or the the cart of 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 basketballs
2: (laughs) and then he's trying to fix the sink with the goofy glasses. It's angry and and (laughs) frustrated. Everybody listen to Mr. Show. Yeah, go watch Mr. Show. Actually, watch it with your eyes and listen with your ears. I'll so, put that so on the one-two combo. Note that nobody ever goes to. <laughs> so they're fighting their iconic battle. And it ends with, uh, well, uh, for a moment we switch to Hound and Rumble. And they're still at it. Rumble gets away and uh, manages to attack Spike. Our second Rumble-Spike backhand. Yes. Also, it feels like Rumble should speak here. And maybe the actor wasn't available, but he doesn't say anything in this whole episode. And it's really distracting to me. I like how Spike actually has the power to tackle it.
1: It was a perfect rugby tackle, by the way. Oh, cheek to cheek. You know how it goes. I do. Play Division Three rugby. So, True. Right? Yeah. No. Oh. right. Don't you follow me on social media? <laughs> I only completed six rugby days news. of the 10 day rugby challenge.
2: <laughs> Is that on. Let's, let's shout out your Twitter at this point at Ben Almost. Ben Almost, yeah. Do you talk about rugby all the time?
1: I don't do Twitter for rugby. I do Facebook for rugby. Okay. What's your Facebook name? MCQ and me. <laughs> that came out a long time ago.
2: Of course, uh, the re- a reference to the, the amazing rap group from the early 2000s, the Sociables, uh, and, and not even a reference. The most famous what? cracker related <laughs> rap group. <laughs> group there was. The fanciest cracker related group. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> we'll get onto that later. Rumble gets the better of Spike, and it's his calls for help that distract Prime just enough for Megatron to get the better of him and knock him off of the uh, the dam here. Yeah, and then Megatron helicopter flies away. It's <laughs> so fucking, fucking weird looking. He did not need to do that. And also, <laughs> he's, not, he's not swinging his arm around. Nope. What's, what's creating the motion... The, the, the Kinetic, kinetic energy to make that thing Well, uh, clearly that mace is, like, motorized. Yeah, I guess so. But it's really obvious. It's really, it's I really hate it. silly. I fucking hate it. Prime is having problems. He, for again, has forgotten that he can fly. And we go to commercial. Mm-hmm. Prime and Laserbeak are the bumpers. Uh, Prime is struggling in the waters. But you guys remember the Jazz, he's got a hook. Yep. It's a, a one special power that actually comes back in the same episode. Thank goodness. Because... Uh, he uses it and, and saves Prime. Mm-hmm. Grabs right on. Which again uh, sucks him back down. He cannot fly, I guess. Maybe they can't fly when they're wet. <laughs> it's like a wake in there that's just. Except Brawn and Huffer. That's true. <laughs> Never mind. They fly right off the scene and don't help at all. Nope. Spike dives into the water to save Hound. Mm-hmm. And uh, Hound is covered up in what I. Uh, have S- to be very heavy rocks. <laughs> kind of silly. And Spike just, <laughs> just like, and, later, and Spike, as if Hound couldn't do that. Mm. It is true, because Spike moves an enormous rock that certainly weighs more than he does, and then it immediately frees hound. And here we are. At A very massage. famous. Maybe <laughs> A this, very is, famous this is Caleb's scene. iconic moment if you follow the already no, text twelve change. minutes. So. <laughs> Spike is getting uh, you know, massaged. Yeah, it is it's the whole drowning thing. You gotta knock the water out of their lungs. I don't know of any Also, if you want, like, this reminded me of when you watch the original Star Trek episodes, when they—it's like the precursor in the '60s of CPR, where they pump somebody's legs to try to get the water out or something. In with the good, out with the bad. In with the good, out with the bad. Yeah, it's strange. I guess he doesn't know anything about biological creatures, so he's just like, maybe if I massage his back, it'll. I think he was probably. I mean, yeah, I'm wrong. I think I think it of less of massaging and more of probably like reverse. He just pounds him into pulp. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah, he just tears his chest open. And <laughs> the water out.
2: There you go, human. <laughs> all better now. Wait a minute. <sighs> so the Autobots they regroup. Somebody make that. <laughs> uh, they're they're pondering their action items. Bingo. <laughs> and it's a uh, strategic it's, planning, you could say. <laughs> it's posited that they all just you know. Pack up and leave this fucking planet. But we're not fighters like they are, Prime. That's a pretty good helper. Huffer. Huffer's such a crybaby whiner. <laughs> the only uh, Autobot with any fucking ovaries is Optimus Prime at this point. And, and uh, the, he's basically saying, we're not leaving until the Decepticons are dealt with. Mm-hmm. And back to uh, the Decepticons. We're we're getting a which cabin. are just like there's a mo- we get a montage of them fucking the planet up and stealing all the resources. <laughs> yeah. I I I thought it was a, I don't know it's a little bit confusing to me. I see it's either one or two schemes, right? I think they're, it's three. You think it's three schemes? Okay, well they're 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 in a in a snowy environment and they're tapping a pipeline. Yeah, is that scheme number one? Yeah. Okay. That's where they fill up, and this is number. I don't know what they're getting out of a forest. Um, I assumed it was part of the pipeline. Oh, this is a completely different area. I think like it's not related. Okay, they're then they're in a forest maple syrup. (laughs) (laughs) The Great North. They like flapjacks, Energon
0: flapjacks. You you could. It makes more sense than rubies.
2: Oh, that. (laughs) Well, we'll get to here. They are flying out of a mine that says Black Diamond. I okay, so. In my head, this was one scheme. They were tapping a pipeline, and Black Diamond maybe was meant like a metaphor for oil or something like that. Like and, they, so, like the, like the and this is oil oh, that, they tea, that they've turned into. Texas Tea, but Black Diamond. The, t- why would the Beverly three,
1: Hillbillies stole that trademark. Why would so. they
2: show three distinctly... Well, and there's also oil barrels there at the yeah. Black Diamond a, okay, facility. But why would they show three distinctly different environments if it were all the same place? Well, but why would they show three pipe-based, or at least two pipe-based energy clearly, Ryan, and methods Do
0: one of these in the winter. One of them in the summer. And and one in in the fall? So they're different
2: different parts of the ones in the north, ones in the south? I feel like Black Diamond is a company name. And well, okay, so here's a a stripper's name. Are they (laughs) (laughs) are they somehow do you guys believe that diamonds are involved in the black diamond industry? No. Okay, okay. You what do you think is creating those energy? I'm
1: going company
2: name. Oil. Oil. Okay. I don't think it's oil. I think it's like mining coal in some way. That's oh, I see. Coal, coal, coal could be black diamond. Okay. All right. All right. All right. I'm with you, but there's oil drums. There. But that there are doesn't have, I oil mean, oil, oil drums are in the But that was like fuel to power of the machinery that was getting oh,
0: the coal there. out. There sure. So, that they, so they're stupid and they're not so getting actually the oil. Are they compressing right, the
2: coal into the diamonds, way. which turns into energy somehow? It's like Superman 2. <laughs> Whatever's happening, <laughs> we'll important. definitely never the more know. We talk
0: about it. The more uncertain I know of what's going on at all.
2: <laughs> well, they only need one more big score to get back to Cybertron. Yeah, now we've got we've got Soundwave and we and, and maybe they should have we'll hit the Rubies first because we'll we'll talk about that as like yeah. uh, the ultimate uh, energy. Maybe they didn't find out about that later, but well, that was on the recording that they played uh, earlier. Well, <laughs> so poor planning. <laughs> Anyway, you got Megatron, you got Soundwave, they're hanging out, they're coming down a conveyor, we got a, a lot, bunch of reflectors, primary reflectors, uh, Ben, uh, they all have the irises, the irises on their chest.
1: I, it's just one of those things that really bothers me. I don't have any reason to be bothered, I
2: just... You don't. rage quit this show because of it. <laughs> they are stacking Energon by the pallet load, mm-hmm. and S- Soundwave was like, hey, you remember those ruby mines? <laughs> We should we should probably go deal Let's with that. Do that. In, uh, in, in that Burma. It's like it, it's, yeah. it, well, it's and also he, they make a point of saying it it's like the best energy source on earth. On the earth. most high yield energy on earth in so, Burma. But yet they save it for the last thing they do. Starscream, I don't know why they would put these two turrets. I guess Starscream puts this little turreted gun here Together to test out the to test out the energon cubes, and it doesn't take any more than like four shots, and supposedly that blows through half the energy they've collected this entire goddamn episode. Well, yeah, I mean a lot of it. I don't know about half because they now they only need two two more scores instead I, of. One. I think well, that's why it would be half because if they needed... well, I think they've already done three. Again. <laughs>
0: Scar- Starscream has done something but that is kind of trivial but it has for whatever reason it's major giant
2: implications. It's true. There. If he hadn't do- if he were not here, the Decepticons were already be back on Cybertron ruling the planet. But as we discover later they get to the ruby mine and they're like, "Ah, eh, this is only the only score we actually need." Yeah. <laughs> but I think that <laughs> um, basically oh what was it? Oh, I had something and now I completely lost what it was. Um fuck.
1: You did mention poor planning earlier, and I know we already got a bingo. But prior planning prevents poor performance. That's Great, the five
2: P's. I remembered what it was. Um, it's <laughs> that's what I'm
1: here for, folks.
2: Um, it's that we did see a montage, but we did. That's not necessarily all the jobs they pulled.
0: This is a sample. It's true. It's a selection. It's the highlights.
2: It's like, I mean, Rocky didn't just run on the beach in very skimpy shorts with Apollo Creed. That's I, all I remember. Wonderful quadriceps, I have yeah, to say. Yeah. You run on the beach eight <laughs> times over a summer. He had like 3% body fat. Very dangerous. Mm, yeah, And he's going to fight with that? Not have, on my no watch. energy stores.
1: <laughs> Me? I could fight Ivan Drago all day long.
2: <laughs> I could do this all day. <laughs> Uh, he, that's America's ass, guys. That is America's ass. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, Megatron is pissed about this mm-hmm. whole turret situation. Starscream exclaims that his desire for power is just as great as Megatron, and Megatron rightly states that the desire for power isn't a, a prerequisite for actually attaining it. What do they call it? Failing into succession? You fail to the point to where you, to your point of incompetence yeah, or the you Peter succeed?
1: principle they call it whatever. <laughs> I'll show you Peter principle. <laughs> you guys so see so you the new Spider- Spider- of, Oh my goodness. You see the new Spider-Man? I haven't yet. No, yeah. This is from the commercial so it doesn't ruin anything but cause AMA calls his spidey senses the peter tingle. That comes up <laughs> that's an
2: ongoing joke in the movie. Yeah,
1: it's <laughs> quite entertaining.
2: Also, they um, never make an overt penis reference though, which is nice so much. Also. Oh, I was just going to say, in the business, we call that a trailer. Hmm.
1: <laughs> That's another helpful industry tip from Ryan Jett.
2: <laughs> and you're in the business because of your YouTube channel? Yeah, R- Ryan yeah, Jett. Go search Ryan Jett on YouTube. I'm not the MMA fighter. Oh, this is going well. This uh, is a good episode. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Starscream is reprimanded. His little gun turret thing is destroyed. It's 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 no, t- just kicks it over. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's about time we go back to the Autobots. I love who this. Who seem to be like just on the other side of the valley. from, mm-hmm. from I layer. like that Spike and Sparkplug are having high tea. <laughs> They're having high tea, and uh, we have another just ludicrous ability that you have for whatever Trail reason, breaker. which is Trailbreaker and his little spy satellite. So everybody knows what's going on with the uh, the Decepticons. It's probably coffee, you know. People brew coffee over campfires. Yeah. I like to think it's tea. Whatever makes you happy. Yep. Well, a few things. Like there's no the saucers stuff. involved here, so I don't think there's a excellent point. No biscuits. It's true. No, no dangling pinky. Oh. Fuck, it's just fucking coffee. No, no beans and saucers. The best part of waking up. It's time to assemble a strike force. Yep. Trailbreaker and the boys are getting back to Autobot headquarters as fast as they can, and uh, they need to radio for help. But 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 Trailbreaker can't do it on his own. Well, I like how the Seekers take off vertically. That was a cool little bit. Yes. Uh, but also, Sparkplug at this point says, I like being a spy better than an oil, w- working on the oil rigs. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, sure, but are the Autobots paying you? Yeah. Like, I, are you going to be homeless. Yeah, I don't know how their, uh, their personal finance works. Yeah, it's not clear. We really, Maybe in the deleted scenes. From this point going on. Uh, they're discovered immediately by some seekers a very cool sequence where mm-hmm. they get shot at by those those seekers i wasn't built for speed this whole spark plug needs to pick up the thing to actually contact the Strange. autobots to that, that, that's ridiculous but um, you know whatever you got to give the humans something to do <laughs> and and immediately I want to give a shout out to Drew Merkel, aka Close Countach, mm-hmm. and the Audio Knights and the Series Six Podcast team because this is the kind of thing that they've been waiting for. Sunstreaker, Sideswipe, the, the Lambo twins—they yeah, show up, it. and uh, you know they're here to save the day, and they're very efficient. Uh, Sunstreaker he pulls out some kind of uh, weapon out of the ass end of his Lambro and fires on uh, one of the guys. He takes a solid hit, and that's enough for them to say well, peace out. out. But not before they, I think, I guess it was Sunstreaker himself that took a took a singe. Himself. Yeah, he's upset about his paint job. Mm-hmm. I have always loved the Lambo twins. Like I had sideswipe, but not um, Sunstreaker. But I'm, their design to me is even their robot form is really sexy.
1: The Countach was the coolest car back then in my mind, though. I mean, like, I, you had the posters. The posters, yes. You remember they made them with the little optics in them? Like, there were lights that you could, like, mm-hmm. put battery in your... Oh, the, what? It, it was like in a, your hot, poster, a battery poster. A high-waisted bikini yeah. chick. It was
2: like car
1: porn. Yeah. Know? Still, I'd buy one well, this day if I won the lottery. I'd buy an 80s Countach. And pose on it. <laughs> I wonder if want will see you pose on it with I would like a bikini I would hang that on my wall. Just splitting sacks, speaking of moose knuckles.
2: I <laughs> do love the design of that from the 80s more than I love the modern designs of those. I mean, Ferrari
1: makes a better looking car these days than the 80s Countach, in my mind.
2: Yeah. That's a hot take from from uh, we're Controversial, We're going to sure. get so much hate mail. Well, uh, yeah, especially from our Countach family out there. Me no, I was go. giving them props. He's saying Ferrari. Oh, okay, my bad. Yeah. Reverse. Move on. You know what you're Uno great. No, reverse. You're great. Put it in neutral, Megatron. <laughs> I'm a wild card. I'm a real wild one. Wild <laughs> one. Oh my gosh. I love so. the musical
1: references, guys.
2: <laughs> By the way,
1: Billboard Hot 100. Tina Turner's "What's Love Got to Do?" When this episode came out, yeah, I love that song. A heart Wait. When a heart can be broken. I have to
2: say, I like the angle of bringing up some other outside pop cultural. uh What was going uh, on? Mo- yeah, moments into the maybe we we'll make that. that these a segment. are going on. That's you know,
1: there. music and interpretive
0: dance to find me. I'm gonna bring that to the table, <laughs> so we'll, we can find out what the air, original
1: air date is and see sure. what's sure. mm-hmm. on that specific day. September seventeenth, nineteen eighty four. It could be the new... Next time.
2: Yeah. Hey, we need... Well, we, he, Ben's already got it covered, assuming that, that what, What's Love Got to Do With It was actually also the number one song, September 18th. Maybe I, I can, can find the Casey here. Kasem
3: talking about that. Oh. Mm. This is Casey Kasem on American Top 40 in Hollywood. Now we're up to the new number one song. And it's by the star who's waited 24 years for a number one song. When she first hit the top 40, she got as high as number 27. That was back in 1960. And it was with this rhythm and blues hit. Got to number 27. It was in 1960, and it was a hit titled A Fool in Love. This woman who sang it was still rocking a decade later and still looking for that first number one when she hit number four with Proud Mary, and followed that with the song about her hometown. 73 that's the hit song Nutbush City Limits did it reach number 1 nope got as high as number 22 today 11 years later after 24 years of trying she's finally hit the top here now is 44 year old Tina Turner with the new number 1 song in the USA What's Love Got to Do with It
2: Bringing it back to the podcast. (laughs) So, at this point... Yeah, not just some (laughs) random stupid throwaway comment. (laughs) Guys, let's go to Burma. (laughs) A.K.A. Myanmar in modern parlance. I like how they're like, fuck it, let's just invent a fuel source. (laughs) Decepticons are raiding the fuck out of these mines. There is so much energy here. And so much so that Megatron just makes a rain (laughs) Uncle Scrooge just throws his crystals up in the air. The Autobots are outside uh, one of the entrances to the mine. And they... uh, This part is so weird. They they bring Spike and Sparkplug. Wheeljack... To Burma. (laughs) Wheeljack's got a bomb that is can blow this whole operation to kingdom come. His voice is also real fucked up here. The, the, did you do the research on that? Uh there's some speculation there's no evidence I think that he was trying to differentiate spark plug and yeah. wheel jack but mm-hmm. He hadn't quite gotten in yeah, the Yeah, he hadn't gotten his wheel jack. Wasn't in said. the pocket. Hail out of
3: there. We've got just a trick to do it with too. There's enough explosive in here to bury them forever. Not so fast, Wheeljack. We know that's so,
2: Chris Latta, by the way. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Optimus Prime steps in and says, like, caution. Uh, you got this bomb, and, you know, we probably should have talked about this plan before we got here, but it was a long flight over <laughs> to Burma. From Boy, are my arms uh, tired. <laughs> but, but uh, you know, we don't know where the Decepticons are in this mine. and But luckily, by perhaps the biggest coincidence this is ridiculous. in the world, Sparkplug has worked these mines. <laughs> and so he is like, you know what, I'm going to go in. I'm gonna. I'll help set that mine up, or set that bomb mm-hmm. up rather. And uh, Bumblebee, he's the smallest, the most nimble. He can get in there. It, what a great team! Yeah, so he can drive 20 yards <laughs> and transform. But yeah. also, like the whole spark plug thing. First of all, you work in the mines in Burma. Secondly, what's the vocational overlap between a crystal miner and an oil rig worker? It's all about energy harvesting. All it's not like those yards. are one to one. He's a,
0: he's a renaissance man. But I will
2: say, speaking of Burma, which, like you said, Aaron, is currently Myanmar. I like in south- Bur- yeah, <laughs> It is in Southeast Asia. It is the source of 90% of the world's supply of rubies. I read that as well. Okay. At least they were being accurate to uh, the, the natural resource. I guess. I, my main problem here is clearly the Burmese government is looking the other way. <laughs> it's also Burma looks a lot like Arizona, the desert areas where of their, wherever yeah. they're from. Yeah, sixty seconds seems crazy reckless for a timer for a bomb. Uh, I thought it was five minutes. Sixty seconds. It was sixty seconds. Yeah. yeah. Okay. They didn't give themselves a lot of time. All right. Well, Spike or I'm sorry, Sparkplug and Bumblebee are they're walking through the mine. They uh, evade some Decepticon uh, notice here, and they ultimately find the main housing of the excavation operation here with tons of Decepticons in it. They plant the bomb. And uh, then they take off. You know, this is using, a game where there's
0: they're using pickaxes. Duplica- yes, <laughs> <laughs>
2: there's a lot of. Duplica- they don't <laughs> have the laser things built into their forearms like the Autobots Ottawa- no. do. Or, a lot of duplicated secrets.
0: I'd like to know. It'd be funny if they said, "Let's set
2: it for five minutes, audibly," but it's six, six seconds. Second. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where the five minutes came, came from in my head, but Skywarp and Thundercracker were hauling rubies out of the mine. But yet all the work well, they're all being the done it. to convert the rubies to energy is being done in the room with everybody else, right? Well, who knows? I don't know if they're taking them out. Maybe just moving them it's all. The to logistics their place. is not clear. Well, they're moving out of the mine because they were going in the opposite direction sure. of where anyway. Okay, they're coming back with an empty cart. They are d- that's the payoff. They to discover the <laughs> that's you might be right. Yeah. Okay. Uh protection money that the Decepticons need. Bumblebee jumps into battle with Skywarp. Uh, Thundercracker murders Sparkplug, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know a battle ensues. But the but the clock is ticking. Optimus Prime, they the Autobots in general feel like something is going wrong. Prime volunteers to go. He's going to use Roller. Mm-hmm. who's too small to be seen. Even though anything that's big enough <laughs> as big as Roller, that there's a lot of leaps of logic there. The first time, uh, or is this the only time we see Roller? I think Roller might show up in other it's episodes. Just like, maybe it's one, like, maybe. There's this is weird where they have no sound effect when they hit Bumblebee <laughs> in the back of the head. There's no like, sound. Effect. Oh, it's just like they
0: like it doesn't make like
2: out. a clink sound or anything. I mean, he, the implication is he's knocked unconscious, <laughs> but, but they make the, there's no sound when they hit him. It's weird. The Seekers are beating the hell out of Bumblebee, but if you uh, have hearing problems, you would not know that. Roller <laughs> invades the mineshaft, but the and at this point, the bomb explodes, killing all the Decepticons, Bumblebee, <laughs> Sparkplug, Spark- Roller. Roller, and maybe even Prime. Primes. Prime? These down yeah, rolls hill. down like he starts rolling down the hill. They're all dead, and that's the end of this episode. I guess the show. Uh, I don't know how they made some ninety odd episodes, and it all ends right here. Honestly, I hate it when we do this pretend thing. <laughs> well, I love it. I know you. Do and I will you continue to do, do it. I will continue to do it. <laughs> so we're at the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. A few more Transformers tropes were revealed. Uh, we saw some force shields. We saw some grappling hooks, laser cutters. Anything else? Okay. some goddamn foam. seekers. Like uh, fire retardant foam schemes, holograms, invisibility cons. Cons, if you will. <laughs> Conversations. Yes. Convoluted
0: plot lines.
2: Um, plot lines. Well, well. get... <laughs> Ryan, have you got anything for our script deviations? <laughs> Again, this is uh, just for now. In the next episode, I'll have the actual script over. This is mostly taken from the TF Wiki. Deleted scenes from the original script of this episode show J- Spike and Jazz tapping Teletron 1 into the emergency alert system, which, uh, that was just 13 years before the real system of the same name existed, and that's how they detected the Sherman Dam issue. Uh, Trailbaker covers Ironhide as Ironhide uses this adhesive to seal cracks in the dam. Uh, Bubblebee and Sparkplug face two Decepticons. They should have used that. Yeah. They should have done that, because they were showing that the structure of that dam was very weak. Well, yeah. that would have been, I mean, maybe... As a kid, I'm sure I forgot about time. it. Yeah, I just let it roll. Uh, Bumblebee and Sparkplug face two Decepticon guards at the mine entrance, and Bumblebee paralyzes them with a stun ray from his headlights. Interesting. Um, Bumblebee teams up with Wheeljack rather than Ironhide to carve the trenches that break up the raging river, and in accordance, with Wheeljack's alt mode is described as a van, which, uh, coupled with several other awkward and inaccurate, alternate mode descriptions uh, suggests the complete finalized details of the Transformers' alt modes hadn't been you know, solidify before this was written or provided to the writer. Hmm. That's pretty much it for the script deviations. I'm looking on the trivia section of the TF wiki. It notes that much of the character animation in this episode is pleasingly fluid Mm -hmm. uh, with some rather dynamic transformations. Decepticons, in particular, flip as they transform. So I guess this has been notable among the community. So we'll be disappointed probably with the next episode's animation. Interesting. I mean, it was really good. Um, hey, how about that? All right, so, okay, we can, we
0: can. I'm the ghost of the iconic
2: moment. <laughs> you know. uh, Optimus rolling down that hill in truck mode. That is a pretty good one. Mm-hmm. I do remember that as a kid and feeling angst over it. And uh, I remember it because it's the last scene that we just watched. This <laughs> <episode>. <laughs>
0: that whole thing. Um, Luckily it's a legit one. Yeah, Sometimes it works. (laughs) Yeah, I would agree with that. 1 in 90.
2: I would agree with that. That's what stuck with me. Um, um, That and like the whole cliffhanger of like (laughs) it does seem like everyone should be dead. Will Prime die? Um, it is, and I thought it was curious to think, um, like these neat accessories they make for the figures today. Like back then, they were making the show to sell the toy, and now they're kind of building the toy to match the show, which was interesting to me. Because okay. the interest is, change. people are nostalgic. Yeah, now. and they have money. Yeah, and they have money. And they're adults. <laughs> what was your iconic <laughs> moment, Aaron? I, I think I know what it is. Oh yeah, I, the 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 fight on the sure. dam. Yeah, I think that's. I mean, you see those weapons. They're, they're really the first drawn-out battle that you see between them, between Prime and Megatron. Between, with the axe, and the, yes, the, the, yeah. To right. I think I think that beats your stupid thing. Okay, Mine's I would better. say
1: that that was that
2: makes for. A uh, I'm have, sorry, we don't ask. Uh, you're right. You're right. Sorry. Below <laughs> iconic moment. You're <laughs> the us. No, no, I'm Cuban D from Wyoming. What, what is your iconic
1: moment? I, my iconic moment, I guess, is winning a competition to be here twice. That's now. right. Sometimes. I hope to win another one here in August. <laughs> but uh, we'll see. No, I was going to say, you've got one of those toys that have that weapon somewhere. Lots of them have those. Oh, Which weapon? Uh, the Prime, Prime's Battle Axe. I'm behind you, right here.
3: Beep.
1: And uh, I actually thought it was pretty amazing. For Spike, not knowing if they were future or past, <laughs> that they do some kind of medieval-style weaponry. It's an interesting. Type. It is
2: weird. They go back to yeah. uh, gladiatorial combat. If you well, and that is sort of reverse-engineered into the Transformers mythos, the idea of gladiatorial combat as a well, there's a whole episode societal about it. for like a form of entertainment. But yeah, if you are a robotic species. Like, the idea for needing an axe... I mean, an axe is a tool outside of being a weapon. Mm-hmm. Um, would you ever really need an axe if you live in a robot computerized world? Wouldn't everything be precise and efficient? An axe is kind of a, a hack and... I'm just a medieval tool.
1: tool in a highly robotic world. <laughs>
2: uh, Blooper. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It's a blade. It's just a blade. Yeah, but wouldn't a laser do this, like, I, I have to cut into this. It is a laser. I yeah, mean, but wouldn't a precise, like, nobody well, uses axe technology it, when they need to cut things in, uh, like, production yeah. m- m- production environments. But you're, but also, I it is also a weapon, which is, like, it's a heavy, big, dangerous weapon. It doesn't have to be precise, that's kind of the point. It's it. made so, out of lasers. Is maybe it it's heavy? the intimidation
1: factor. I <laughs> It's to like a, his dick. I listened to an interview with Terry Gross the other day about the gladiatorial mindset of baseball people, players, I guess they call them. (laughs) And, uh, like, the spitting and the jock-grabbing and adjusting thing. Like, there's some evolutionary context as to, like, this posturing or, like, machismo that comes into it. Maybe Maybe that's what they're doing. Yeah, maybe
2: it looks good good on a cartoon. Caleb always just bringing it back to... Reality. Reality. They impressed we some young crew just based on that. what we see. Otherwise, there's no point in doing this, because mm. <laughs> all the answers are. It's just a cartoon. Right. Well, <laughs> that's a. Uh, do you have a real iconic moment? Oh, I was
1: supporting yours. I really oh, okay. did believe that okay. those weapons were the moment. All right. But now I'm changing it to Prime in vehicle mode rolling down the hill. Because fuck <laughs> you, Aaron.
2: <laughs> what did I do to offend? I I wasn't invited to have a comment. I think that's it. Yeah. Uh, I didn't write a next episode thing. Next episode. It's part three. <laughs> we, <laughs> we wrap this thing up and decide if... Wrap it uh, up and wrap it if, out. If, if this is all actually uh, a good idea, and maybe we'll go on to another project. No, oh, this, this is fine. Maybe, maybe we talking about. It's a Mr. Show episode by episode podcast. <laughs> we'll do a very obscure 90s comedy show that nobody listening has ever watched. Just got to be one person. We are Earthlings. Let's blow up Earthlings. (laughs) Thanks, everybody. Visit the store. Cup of Puma posters. Buttons, Ryan. Yeah. What, what else is in the docket for you? What are we? I, well, what I, are keep, we make? I keep forgetting to send it to you, but I, I have that Starscream Pathetic Fools poster. That's send pretty it much to done. me because all I'm but doing is taking you... stupid pictures and photographs and shit, and I not agree, intending to sell it. And uh, I mean, I maybe I should. I have, I have several prints. things that we could turn into stuff. I, I really liked the Ultra Magnus Galvatron thing I did. Yeah, the TFCon mm-hmm. promo, but love it. Uh, we need to make some more pins. You know, maybe the uh, the ca- counter-pillar. The pillar um,
0: as I call it. Maggot
2: of the moment. The Minipede. <laughs> minipede. That's no. like all good. All this is not sellable. <laughs> <laughs> please continue listening. Of course, uh, Apple Podcasts. People seem to like that. Stitcher, Google Play, <laughs> and TuneIn. Uh, if you're one of those Apple Podcast people, subscribe, review. My stars, please. And uh, social media. In order of preference Twitter, mm-hmm. Instagram, Facebook. All of them at APODDCast, and, of course, the web presence, autopoddecepticast.com. Ryan, anything you want to put up there? Yeah. <laughs> Have a great week, everybody.
0: <laughs> oh, bye, bye, bye. I think this was a good
1: episode. <laughs>
2: Would you guys like to start? Sure. All right. Oh, I did have one. I um have had one fun, really quick dream that I had. I wanted to tell you about. Oh. It was again in the state. It was a trailer in the style of Fast and the Furious, which I don't know why I keep dreaming about that. I don't even really. I mean, I like those movies fine, but this one, it was uh, Jonathan Frakes and Vin Diesel were starring in it. This is your in your brain. Yeah, this was a dream. Yeah. Brain dream. And it was <laughs> Jonathan Frakes played Brig Mathby and Vin Diesel played Oi Atherton and together they are sticking it out. That was the, the name of the movie.
0: Why do you remember those names in your dream?
2: I got When I woke up I wrote it down because I thought awesome. it was funny. Wow. I have to say that I have not seen a single Fast and the Furious movie. But I did see a preview for the new one with the Rock and uh, Jason Statham. Str- yeah, Statham. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it looks outrageously it looks so. awesome. They're, well, they started getting like that they, around 5, I think. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they get outrageous. I think I've only seen 7 and 8.
0: The first one is classic. It's really... Is it really? Oh, yeah. Like in a, It's in played a, very
2: straight, though. It's not a, like... Like classic as in it's actually kind of good? Yeah. Yeah but it's just racing, right? It's not like balls to the wall. No, they're not superheroes. Car slips <laughs> and explosions like, well, no, and gunfights.
0: No, to be honest, it's <clears throat> well, it's it's not as outrageous, but it's it's a very similar storyline to Point Break. Okay. He's a right. cop. Mm-hmm. He infiltrates mm-hmm. this group of people that uh that are thieves and they rob, I don't remember what they rob, if they rob banks or not, but they use getaway they they drive really fast vehicles. <laughs> so he is so the character gets into this uh, sub uh, culture of driving fast
2: cars and shit, mm-hmm. drag racing stuff like that and, it, and it, it's, cool get, it, and and it's and like there, is like there a Liberty. metaphysical element to it that ends up appealing to him in the same way like the surfing oh yeah uh, you absolutely. know culture absolutely. got into Johnny Utah yeah absolutely <laughs> okay. it is
0: a, actually it's now that you now that you say it that way. It's, it's a ripoff. It's a ripoff of Point Break. It really is. We'll
2: have to figure out what Point Break ripped off to bring it all the way to. Point Break's the cool. rip-off. That's right. It's its own awesome. being. All things start at Point Break. Yeah. To think otherwise would be a waste of time. <laughs> Perfect. All right, here we go. Good to see you guys.
3: Brew Cells is the sponsor of Autopod Decepticast. Yes, 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 yes.